Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and thanks for being here. A little later in the show, we're going to talk about Detroit school closings. It's been in the news a lot lately with a lot of controversy attached to it. Does the state have the right to close low-performing schools in the new district in Detroit, uh, given that it's given, been given this tremendous reset and new start? Can the state come in and say to low performers, hey, we're going to shut this school down and restart it somewhere else? It's a very controversial subject, uh, and we're going to talk about it with two experts. We also are going to want to hear from you, uh, the listeners, on that segment for sure, 313-577-1019. What do you think about this whole idea of closing schools? And here's a question for you. Should we be talking about schools and school improvement with different terms? Closing, that's such a harsh word. It's such a punitive idea. Is that one of the things that drives continuous failure here in the city of Detroit? Should we be talking about reform or should we be talking about reconstitution? Other kinds of words other than closings. We're going to want to hear your opinions on that. But up front, over the weekend, the New York Times published Donald Trump's tax records. The 1995 filing showed that Donald Trump lost nearly a billion dollars that year, which would preclude him, according to the rules, from paying income taxes for about 18 years. Trump and his surrogates have said that's just the way the tax system works, and it doesn't make him a bad guy for taking advantage of it. In fact, he bragged during the debate last week that it made him smart. One thing that's certainly true is that Trump's use of the system is perfectly legal, legal, but it also raises questions about these kinds of tax loopholes that the uber-wealthy have for at their disposal in our economic system. Trump has also in the past chastised the quote-unquote half of Americans who don't pay income taxes as being detrimental to the national debt. There, of course, he's talking about poorer people whose tax credits and exemptions essentially zero out their federal tax bills every year. But the vast majority of Americans, of course, pay their taxes, and I think they have an expectation that other people are paying their taxes too. How does this double standard play out at the national level. Joining me today to talk about Donald Trump's taxes and about the broader issue here of who pays, who doesn't, and how that affects the economy is David K. Johnston, an economic specialist, journalist, and author. David, welcome to Detroit Today. Well, thank you for having me, Stephen. Absolutely. And uh, I should say, welcome home, right? Uh, you used to be in the employ of my current newspaper, uh, the Detroit Free Press, a long time ago. Yeah, I was the investigative reporter in Lansing in the mid-1973 to 1976. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, another data point on my narrative <laughs> of all great things come through Detroit at some point. <laughs> uh, well. so, so let's talk first about what Donald Trump uh, is doing and why, why it's legal, uh, but also uh, put it in the context of this larger conversation about who well, pays taxes. Sure. The, the New York Times, where I used to be the tax reporter, right. uh, received anonymously the front pages of his 1995 New York, Connecticut, New Jersey tax returns. And they show he, took, he had $916 million of what are called net operating losses, that is, from his businesses that he ran directly, like his casino company, his failed Trump shuttle airline, etc., 
uh, he'd run up these losses. And they weren't necessarily taken that year. In fact, we know that he had huge losses uh, for a number of years before that. That's simply the level of his net operating losses that year. When you have these things called net operating losses, you can use them to offset your other income. A salary, he got a $6,001 salary that year. Uh, interest from uh, bonds you own, he had about $7 million of bonds, and the $3.4 million that he earned from his businesses that year. And let me note how small those numbers are if you claim to be a billionaire, which there's no evidence, no, zero evidence that Donald Trump is a billionaire. Now, under the law, he can pay no taxes for a period of 18 years. He can reach back for two years, the current year, and go forward 15. He would have to have an income of about $50 million a year, well above what is on his tax return, to use all of these net operating losses. Trump then did something that my column this week in the Daily Beast describes. Uh, he took... Uh, when, when Donald Trump got in trouble in 1990, bankers took a billion-dollar haircut. He paid them back about a billion dollars less than he owed them. That should be income. Anybody who has a mortgage where they settled with the bank for sure. less knows that the government says the amount you didn't pay is income and you have to be taxed on it. But there's a special provision for real estate people. And so Donald Trump agreed to not take future tax benefits on his other buildings, his casinos. Then, in 1995, he put those casinos into a publicly traded company called Trump Hotel and Resorts. People bought stock in it, thinking Donald Trump's this great businessman. They paid about $35 a share to get in. Well, the company never made a profit. It lost $1.1 billion before it went out of business. And because the buildings that were in that company had been stripped of their tax benefits, the, the, they were worth far less money. Trump, however was paid during his 13 years as chairman $82 million. Wow. So keep in mind that when Donald Trump does these things, they may be legal, but somebody bears the real cost. And the real cost of this was borne by the banks, and therefore the investors in those banks, by the, all the uh, uh, people who provided services to him, who he wasn't paid, hundreds and hundreds of businesses that he stiffed, even as he took more money out of it, and then by people who bought Trump hotels and casinos stock and lost everything. Yeah. Well, he got tens of millions of dollars. Right. And and uh, again, I mean, there is this question about, you know, if somebody like Donald Trump is winning, quote unquote, at this game, somebody else is losing. And I think that's one of the things uh, that you point out there with, with the investors and the other folks who are involved with him. But of course, it's the government also that's losing out on tax revenue uh, from not just Donald Trump, but lots of other people who take advantage of these kinds of rules in the right. system. And, and Stephen, one other thing, it, you know, my, my current bestseller, The Making of Donald Trump, which is for sale around the world, and is essentially everything Trump wants to make sure you do not know about him. Right. In that book, I established clearly that Donald Trump engaged in sales tax fraud, that he has done things with property taxes that are highly dubious, and that he's had lifelong deep connections with all sorts of criminals and swindlers and con artists <laughs> that are all relevant to understanding the things that he's doing. Um, 
So I, I would caution about the assumption that to use the title of one of my best-selling books, it's all perfectly legal. <laughs> right, right. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. Uh, my guest is David K. Johnston, an economic specialist, journalist, and author, former New York Times reporter, former Detroit Free Press reporter. We are talking about Donald Trump and his taxes uh, and putting that in the larger context of who pays and who doesn't here in America. Uh, David, this this idea that uh, that people at the upper end of the income scale, like Donald Trump, uh, often engage in uh, the the kind of aggressive uh, behavior that that results in very little tax, federal tax being paid. Uh, and the parallel, I guess, between that or the parallel that they try to draw between that and people at the lower end of the economic scale whose tax right. credits and, and, and exceptions, exemptions and things uh, prevent them from having you know, any, any real federal tax bill. You know, the people who are sort of caught in the middle of that, this, this, this thing we call the middle class, uh, it seems like they are angry at both, but they don't understand, I guess when I hear from people, what I hear is they don't understand how it got this way or how, how to change it. Right. Well, I, I, wrote, I wrote a trilogy of books about how it got this way, perfectly legal, free lunch, and the fine print right. that expose all of these rules that take from the many and redistribute to the very wealthy few. Not everybody who's wealthy, but certain select people, including Warren Buffett and Donald Trump, who benefit from these subtle programs where the government reaches into your pockets in ways you don't feel and takes your money and then turns it over to people like General Electric and Walmart and uh, Donald Trump. Um, our tax code is a mess. I mean, my next book after the making of Donald Trump is I am drafting an entirely new federal tax code to address these issues. <laughs> Donald Trump says he can fix this. And yet the vague tax plan that he's put forward has lots and lots of holes in it essentially is bigger tax cuts for the super rich. He would, for example, on the issue of the child care credit, most working parents, very big expense for them is child care. He would expand it so that if someone has enough money to have three nannies and to fly their children from mansion to mansion in a private jet, that would be 100% tax deductible. Right. That's Donald Trump's idea of tax relief. You know, We have to make sure we take care of, of very wealthy people with nannies. Um, and so I understand why people at the bottom are troubled. Let me give you a killer number here. Uh -huh. The average income of the bottom 90% of Americans on their tax returns, after you adjust for inflation, in, in 2014 was, was $33,000. That's about $600 a week. And that was 1% or $300 more than in 1967, the year I graduated from high school. Wow. So after 47 years, 90% of Americans went nowhere economically. The gains went all to people from 100000 up to people who literally make billion-dollar-a-year incomes. Right, right. And, and uh, at the same time, this, this idea that people at the lower end of the scale don't pay either, uh, address that. Why They're actually, is that true? People at the bottom fifth of Americans are actually more heavily taxed than uh, uh, people um, right. above them. 
because we have regressive taxes. We have sales taxes. We have excise taxes. Uh, we have social security taxes. So Gasoline taxes. Uh, things that uh, you can't get around. You're in a variety of ways. In 49 of the 50 states, the poorest one-fifth pay a larger share of their income to state and local government than the top 1%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. Uh, my guest is David K. Johnston, an economic specialist, journalist, and author, author of The Making of Donald Trump, among many other titles, former New York Times reporter, former Detroit Free Press reporter. We're talking about Donald Trump and his taxes, and also this idea of tax fairness, uh, who pays, who doesn't, and what that does to uh, A, the economy, and B, the government. If you want to join the conversation, have a question, uh, want to talk about Donald Trump and his taxes, want to talk about revisions to the tax code, how should we be thinking about rewriting the tax code to be, quote-unquote, fairer? Uh, 313-577-1019. 313-577-1019 is the number. Let's go to Jeff in Gross Point Woods. Jeff, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Sure. How yeah, are I you? just wanted to point out that when Governor Snyder showed his tax returns for his reelection, he had an effective rate of zero. He paid no taxes. That's right. That's and it's right. also been pretty much so theorized that forty percent of the wealth made since the meltdown of George Bush's economy has been untaxed as well. If he could speak on that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, well, thanks very much for the call. Uh, David Jeff, K. Johnston, go ahead. quite right. Yeah. Many wealthy people are very heavily taxed, but many are not because of all these rules that I have been exposing. Yeah. And it depends on what business you're in. If you're a private equity manager like Mitt Romney, you can live virtually tax-free or tax-free. If you're a hedge fund manager, you can earn billions of dollars and borrow against your untaxed income and live tax-free. If you're a movie star or a, or a star based uh, athlete, baseball player, there are special rules that allow you huge benefits that ordinary Americans don't get. America has two tax systems, separate and unequal. One is for working people and small business owners who are fully taxed by the system, and in the case of workers, very efficiently taxed. The money comes out of your check before you get it. The second system is for people high up who, through all these special rules, in many cases, literally turn a profit off the tax system. I wrote a column for USA Today back in March showing how, um, and I use Donald Trump as his example, but the law is the scandal here. Uh, if he was telling the truth about the $65 million he made a year for his TV show, which isn't true at all, but assume it's true, he didn't have to pay the $23 million to the government because he could write uh, off these tax losses against it. If he then invests the $23 million for 20 years, the normal period of a, a real estate deal, uh -huh. and earn 10% net, and he's Donald Trump. He says he's a great investor. At the end of the 20 years, he'd hand the government the $23 million, and he would pocket after tax $130 million. That is, the tax system is actually a source of wealth and for people at the very top if they're in certain businesses. That's why I'm writing a new tax code. we got to stop this. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Christy in Celine. Christy, welcome to Detroit Today. Hello. Hey. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to point out that, um, that many people on the opposite you know, spectrum, the people who like to rail against poor people who don't pay taxes and you know, who like to claim that American, that American uh, corporate taxes are some of the highest in the, you know, industrialized nations. 
And while that all may be true, by the time corporations take advantage of tax havens and tax breaks and tax loopholes, that essentially they're paying less taxes than any of the industrialized nations. And also, I would also like to point out that I'm not sure if it was the Truman or the Eisenhower era that um, the uber-wealthy and um, corporations were taxed at 90%. And I think that they're taxed at less than 10% now. And I just wanted to comment. And and the caller is exactly right, uh, Stephen. Go ahead. Many big multinational corporations, with the example I just gave for Donald Trump, literally profit off the tax system. When I broke that story in the New York Times, uh, I don't know, 15 or 16 years ago, people were disbelieving. Congress then did an 1,800-page study that showed I was exactly right. And many large corporations profit off the tax system. When they report they paid 2 or 3% of their profits, it's really just giving back part of the profits they made off the taxes that they deferred into the future. Yeah. Uh, talk about the effect on government. I mean, one of the things that, that uh, we keep talking about, uh, particularly in political campaigns, is uh, there's no money for infrastructure. There right. isn't money for schools. I mean, this is a constant narrative. Right. People don't seem so, to relate so, it to this, though. And so it, Stephen, and it here's what we've been doing in this country now in, uh, since 19, about 1980. We have been starving investment in the commonwealth goods that allow us to create wealth, the roads, the bridges, the uh, dams, and other facilities, and letting them wear out and using them up without properly replacing them so that the currently rich can have more income. The problem with that is if you don't invest in the future, just like if you don't put money into the pension plan each year as workers earn benefits, in the future you have these huge expenses and liabilities. We are impoverishing ourselves. We are stealing from the future so that the very, very wealthy in America can have more today. We literally now have households in America with his and her personal Boeing 747 <laughs> Right, right, right. It's gotten, it's gotten a little out of control, yeah. no question. So there's plenty of money to be had. When I travel around the world, one of the things I'm struck by is when you walk into a train station in Germany or in Norway or uh, get on the bu- subway in Singapore or Hong Kong, or Beijing, they have beautiful public infrastructure. If they can afford it, if they can afford longer education than we do and pay teachers better and have paid leave for parents so that little babies are well taken care of instead of put in child care, how can we not afford it? And the reason we can't afford it is because we are redistributing wealth and income through all of these mechanisms I've been exposing for decades now to very wealthy people. And by the way, I've gotten two presidents to change their tax policy in Congress to pass a lot of laws. Anybody in the tax world knows that I am you know, uh, <laughs> understood to have be someone who has a very deep understanding of sure. how the tax and subsidy systems work. Yeah. All right. David K. Johnston, economic specialist, journalist, and author, former New York Times reporter, former reporter for the Detroit Free Press, author of many books, including The Making of Donald Trump. Thank you for being here on Detroit Stephen, Today. thank you. Absolutely. Uh, all right, up next, we're going to talk about the legal side of school closings here in the city of Detroit. Controversial subject. We're going to want to hear from you, 313-577-1019, about that subject, and we will have two experts in studio to help us through it. Stay with us on Detroit Today.